Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. It is uh, Friday, January the 12th, 2024, and I have not been recording on a regular basis like I should have, and today we'll get it up and running. There is a story in the Wall Street Journal about more and more young people are getting cancer, and it baffles doctors. People are alarmed. I'm going to give you the summary. It has to do with lifestyle. A sedentary lifestyle, sitting at a chair all day long, getting cancer that you should not get because you're not active, eating foods that are ultra-processed, and not exercising. I'm going to remind everyone something that I need to be reminded of on a daily basis, and that is, on a daily basis, you need to engage in strength, endurance, and flexibility training with natural nutrition and hydration and everything in moderation. It's never been any more complicated than that. Some people, unfortunately, have bad luck. And because of bad luck, they die early. God has a funny sense of humor. But no matter who you are, if you wake up, you had a good night. If you go to bed, you had a good day. The alternative is not good. There is an article in the Wall Street Journal titled, Trump's Hold on Rural America's Key to His Resilience. There is one key sentence in there that is absolutely critical to understand. Because a lot of people don't, do not have any idea as to why Trump is so powerful among evangelicals, the Christians that are out there who go to church every Sunday, who tend to wear conservative clothing, tend to be baby boomers. And the sentence that I read, somebody said he has been subjected to everything in the world and therefore he has nothing to hold him back. It's not going to distract him when they come after him if he gets in office. And hopefully he'll do the right thing. I thought that was something that we should all think about. I am not promoting or going against. But it influences the decision-making process because when somebody comes out with some kind of a scandal and they fold like a, a cheap umbrella, then, yeah, he attacks his attackers, whereas others tend to make excuses or explain. And it's a different approach. Didn't say I like it or not. Just saying it explains a lot. There is an article about Citigroup, and Citigroup has, uh, in the process of cutting a total of uh, 20,000 jobs. The bank had a loss last year, and so it's something I think we should think about. At the same time, a lot of companies in the financial services industry are making substantial profits, but they are also cutting back on staff. For clients, we'll be talking about that in detail, but for right now, just put that nail pipe and smoke it. There is another article in the Wall Street Journal, and it's an opinion piece. It's titled, Crime Takes a Dip in New York. Many people simply read the headlines, and they do not dig into the numbers. More than a few years ago, I dug into the numbers on the uniform crime reports created by a fellow by the name of J. Edgar Hoover, and it's uh, coordinated by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, there are a couple of different ways to measure crime. One of the things that I think is utterly ridiculous is to have the New York City Police Department release their year-end crime statistics for 2023. And they are cheering things like murders have dropped 12% from 2022, along with a 25% decline in shootings. That does not reflect crime. It also is something that you have to understand if you have a body, then you have a murder, okay? Without a body, you... It's kind of hard to prove that there was a murder. But a lot of these agencies, and I have a lot of experience in this, lie, fudge, 
and conceal what crime really is and how it's occurring. Let me give you an example. You have someone who calls 911 because there is an unknown person at their back door and they're trying to break in. The police respond real quickly. They're right around the corner and the bad person runs off. The law enforcement agency does not want to be viewed as one with a crime problem. And so there are prime marks in the back door. What is the crime? Well, it depends. You and I both know that that is an attempted burglary and that is a felony. It's an attempted burglary of an occupied structure in Florida that carries a pretty hefty penalty. But if the report is written up and reclassified as criminal mischief because the door was damaged or as an information-only call, there's no crime, none whatsoever. Now, in communities where you have men and women of means, it's nice to have a low crime rate. In areas where you have politicians running for office, sheriffs, like we've had here in Marion County many years ago, who were politicians and not law enforcement officers, people who never made an arrest in their life, wouldn't know how to put handcuffs on somebody, but they were all show and blow, good at fundraising, good at backslapping the ignorance out there to keep getting reelected, but they fudged the crime statistics. So when you see New York City celebrating a drop in crime, I don't buy it without a lot of verification. The mayor said that they took nearly 6,500 illegal firearms off the streets. It always goes back to the same thing. Blame the gun, not the person pulling the trigger. But it's also true that New York City is, in other places, people are leaving. And so as a result, there are fewer people who are decent, the bad people, to commit crimes upon. It's a lot more complicated. A lot more. <laughs>